On today's episode, we're diving deep into workflows, email templates, automation, and more. Katie of Katie Rosado Photography is going to dive deep with us on why we should have workflows, how we could implement them into our business, and so much more. You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner, and we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves work wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we are so excited to have Katie Rosado with us. Yes, we can't wait to hear all about developing workflows for our business as creatives. Thanks so much for being here today, Katie. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. How's it going? Good. We're hanging in there. Yes. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) So before we go into everything, we'd love for you to tell us a little about you and your business. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been a wedding photographer for about almost 10 years. It'll be next year. And um, I got started basically just when I was straight out of high school, um, just for fun, really. I actually <laughs> put an ad out on Craigslist, which I, I do not recommend. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> back then, we didn't have we didn't really have like Facebook groups and all these different connections like we do now. It was kind of like you just kind of just jumped right in with the sharks. And that's how we got started. So I remember actually, I I had five weddings booked uh, that summer right out of high school. And my very first wedding, I absolutely hated it. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I hate weddings. I never want to do this ever again. But I had the other weddings already booked, so I had to finish them. But I actually realized after I shot the other ones that, you know what? I'm not bad at this. (laughs) You know, I think that this is kind of my thing. And, you know, the rest is pretty much history. Love it. Love it. And can you tell us a little bit about you and your personal life outside of your business? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I have been married to my high school sweetheart for, gosh, how long have we been married now? I literally have to count backwards. Okay. (laughs) Seven years. We just had our seventh anniversary. Oh. And we've been together 11 years. And yeah, he's he's amazing. He's just the most kind, wonderful, amazing person. His name is Michael. He's a musician um, and he works at our church full time with the youth doing doing music. And then he also is an artist and he travels and does music as well. And then, you know, just outside of photography, I feel like I'm extremely boring, but I, no. you know, I love to cook. I love to bake. I love to hang with friends not so much anymore but you know virtually (laughs) and actually fun little fact I am a nurse so that's something that's really come into play with workflows I really had to kind of basically learn to really work smarter not harder because even throughout this whole 10 years of shooting weddings I went to college I got my bachelor's degree in nursing and I I actually did nursing for the last four years, and you're not going to believe this, but I literally just quit my job yesterday. <gasps> oh, oh congratulations! Yep, yep. <laughs> so it was it's a pretty big transition. So what a time, too! Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, and I mean, I'm happy to talk about that, but yeah, it's been it's been really interesting. It's quite a quite a phase in our world right now. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. 
Well, we love that you mentioned that workflows really helped facilitate that transition and really set yourself up well in your business. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how workflows have helped your business over the years? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I kind of wanted to just define what a workflow is because I think people, you know, a lot of times when I talk about workflow, people don't really know what that means. Um, But it's really simple. It's just, you know, the, the Webster definition of it is the sequence of steps involved in moving from the beginning to the end of a working process. So basically, it's kind of just streamlining, you know, like I said, working smarter, not harder. And, you know, one thing I like to tell everyone is hustle and busyness is not the goal. Your mm-hmm. goal is to live a well-balanced life that works for you. And having a great workflow, a great workflow really helps you do that. So it's really, really critical to have an, a, a really great workflow in every area of not only your life, but in your business. And it's not it's how you organize your day, your week, your emails, and individual client relations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you tell us a little about your workflow, some key components that have helped your business? Yes. So first I, you know, automation is a really big one. So I do not want to have to be doing everything manually. So one thing that really helps, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about software and all that, all that fun stuff. But for example, I use 17 hats for my client management program. And one of the really great features, and I think, I don't know, you know, I'm not super well-versed on like all the other programs, but one really awesome feature they have is actually workflows that you can establish for each individual client. And you can change it, you know, between wedding clients, portraiture clients. And what's super, super awesome is it can send out emails. It can send out questionnaires. It can send out, it can actually create a to-do list checklist for you and remind you to do certain things. And you can make it a, a countdown from the base date for the couple. So that really helps me stay organized with every single couple and really keeps me on task with them. Basically, you know, it also really helps that they get a lot of information. That's that's a huge part of workflows as well. I want my couples to basically, I don't want them to be overwhelmed with information, but I want them to, throughout the whole engagement process, get information. I don't want them to feel like they just signed a contract and I completely forgot about them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I... I you have them, you know, get e- emails periodically throughout the engagement process, checking in on them, sending them information, sending them my client magazine when they first book with me. And then the questionnaires, that is the biggest, one of the biggest components. And so for me, that helps me organize all of my information that I'm going to need for my wedding day, for when I'm blogging the wedding when I am submitting the wedding to publication. So I have all the vendors and the designers, everything I need. And it really helps keep everything in one place. So it not only helps automate, keep everything organized, keeps you on task and helps you inform your clients. So true. I love that you have automated certain touch points throughout the process so that 
your clients aren't sitting around wondering what's next or when will we hear from her again. Mm-hmm. So right, exactly. I love that you've done that. Yes. So you said so like canned emails, some questionnaires. Mm-hmm. Are there other part of the other parts of the process that you've automated in any way? That's that's the main things. And I know that some people don't automate it. Like some people do it so they have to check it off. I just know for me, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, there's definitely times where it might come back to bite you in the butt if you don't, you know, check in on it. And I'm happy to share this story of when I have failed mm-hmm. because I think our failure stories can help us grow and we should be sharing our failure stories with each other. Yes, um, agree. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, automation, I think is really good. You know, I don't want to have to think about it, but you do have to still don't forget about them. You know what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. one thing that I did was for the couples that have been rescheduling due to the pandemic, I forgot to change the base date, the wedding date for one of my couples. So they got an email the day before their wedding that was like, oh, I'm so excited to photograph your wedding tomorrow. Aww. Oh, goodness. What a what a embarrassing moment that was. It's okay. I did the same thing recently. <laughs> they got like the final payment reminder, yeah. even though they had postponed like more than a month before, but yes. I hadn't changed the base date in the CRM. And yeah. then I was like, please ignore I'm so sorry. I like, know. And you know, I mean, I think... And that a big part of that is, you know, knowing your clients and all of my clients, almost all of them are incredibly gracious, wonderful people. So they were so Mm -hmm. kind and like, hey, you know, I think you sent this by accident or whatever. And they were so understanding. And they're like, we can't wait to see you in the fall, you know, so very, very kind um, and understanding. And I just apologize profusely, but it was quite (laughs) embarrassing. Um, You know, so we don't want to forget when we automate things, but, you know, make sure we stay on top of them, of course. Yes, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Has there been any other workflows that you kind of put into your business besides like the CRMs? Yes. So one thing that I also do is email uh, a template. So that helps a lot. So for example, I have uh, I have every email pretty much that I could ever send out in an email template. And I just do that personally in my my just documents. So I have a document that's just called email templates. And so this is actually two parts. So one, yes, I do copy and paste because honestly, we are responding to pretty much the same kind of emails, you know, when someone inquires, mm-hmm. when we need to follow up. But it really helps you stay organized. So just for example, it's my whole, the inquiring process. So if someone inquires, you know, I, I copy and paste, send them my inquiry, you know, email template. I customize it. I think it's really good to customize it, you know, especially if it's like a venue you've shot at before or a planner you've worked with before. You definitely want to mention that. I include galleries that I've, you know, especially if it's a, a venue that I've shot at before, include a full gallery of, you know of a few weddings and customize it to that specific client. And, you know, of course, don't put the wrong name. Guys, I have done that before. That's absolutely <laughs> humiliating. So and bad. I, <laughs> I think we're all guilty of that sometimes we are, when we're too we fast. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. And I don't think I've ever booked a single client that I have ever accidentally called them by the wrong name, even though I <laughs> apologized profusely and sent them an email, like, immediately after. Yeah. So I'm just like always like triple checking now that I don't send them the wrong name. But yeah. So, so then 
And I actually incorporate this into my weekly workflow. So one thing I do every Monday is email day. So I go back to last Monday and I go backwards and I just make sure that I answered all my emails, first of all. And then Tuesday is actually my lead follow-up day. So I go through my leads in 17 Hats and I follow up with all of my leads. I have, personally, I have two email, two follow-up emails. So I have two follow-up emails. The initial one is just, hi, following up if I haven't heard back from them, but just, hi, you know, following up, wanted to see if you were still interested in wedding photography, blah, 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 just kind of basic. And then if I still haven't heard back from them the next week, so that's two weeks after they've inquired, I basically just send them a nice little, you know, email that says, hi, you know, I'm going to be opening up your wedding date to another couple who might be interested in booking. And one thing that I actually do that's been really helpful, and this is just like a little tip that um, I have learned, is I actually, I created a survey that I do and I send it out to them. And it just helps me get some feedback. I maybe get like 10, 15 a year, but it just gives me a little bit of extra feedback. And it just asks, you know, if you did already book someone, like what kind of style did you end up going with? What kind of budget did you end up going with? What was your deciding factor? And it just helps get me like a just a little bit of feedback for people who ended mm-hmm. up going with someone else. And then I just close the lead. I can just close it out in my in my client management program. And I do not, this is really big. I do not dwell on that lead. I have so many friends who, you know, they just get so depressed over like, oh my gosh, that was a dream venue or a dream planner or a dream whatever, you know, and I really don't, I try not to even look twice at the details of a wedding. I just because you, you can't get hung up on every wedding, you know, there's going to be so many that come through your door throughout the years and you can't take things personal, you know, cause people, there's so many reasons why people choose wedding photographers and you just never, you never know their reasons, you know? So, so try not to get hung up on, right. on anything, you know? Exactly. You can't be everything to everyone. Yeah, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to workflows, I know we talked about putting the wrong name or having a scheduled email go out that shouldn't go out. But what is a common mistake you see a lot of creative professionals make when it comes to setting up a workflow Mm -hmm. or instituting a workflow? Yeah. I mean, definitely just not having a workflow to begin with, you know, just having like no structure, no, no sort of schedule, which is, I'm not going to lie. You know, that is one of the benefits of owning your own business is, you know, we can work whenever we want and we can do whatever the heck we want. And don't get me wrong. I absolutely take advantage of that. And that's the beauty, you know, of Mm -hmm. doing what we do. But what I think is really good is when you have, when you have structure in place, but you know, when you can bend it, you know, you have a really good structure and you say, okay, on, on Mondays, I do this on Tuesdays, I do that. And Wednesdays, I do that. But you know what, at the end of the day, if you want to cut your day a little short, or you finish your work a little early, and you want to go to the beach or you want to do whatever you want, you know, you have the flexibility flexibility to do so. And that's the beauty of owning your own business. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, having a really good workflow to begin with. I think not meeting deadlines is a part of it because with having really good workflows comes organization. And organization is a really, really important factor in running a business. 
And meeting deadlines is a part of that. And I think it does take a certain amount of organization in order to meet your deadlines. And to me, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's absolutely been times, you know, when certain factors come up in life. Um, we all have them, you know, we're, on, we're only human beings. But I do think it's important to be upfront with your clients about that and just say, hey, this is going on in my life. You know, would you mind if I take an extra week or whatever it is and always offer them something, you know, if you're going to be a week late or whatever it is. But, you know, it is integrity to be able to meet those deadlines. So true. So true. And just having the, especially if you're volume based at a certain point, you know, and you're, you're working on a lot of weddings, those workflows can really save, save your booty when it comes to deadlines. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, I mean, just the last thing would I guess be just not automating. Like if you still have workflows, but you have to manually check off everything it's, and it's not getting done in a timely manner. I mean, everyone is welcome to, you know, customize their business however they want. I just know for me that wouldn't work because I'm super spacey and I would forget. Mm. I have to have things automated because <laughs> I just would not remember to go in every morning and remember to send that email or check things off. I just I just would forget. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I know you talked about how you were a nurse for all these years yeah. and doing weddings. Yeah. How have you how have workflows kind of helped you yeah. keep up on both of these careers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that has been, it's been really crucial. I don't think I would have been able to do both if I didn't have good workflows and a good system in place and, you know, good organization. You know, like I said, it's what it really comes down to is working smarter, not harder. And I think that in a way, what's really interesting is I learned a lot of that in nursing. You know, a lot of it is critically thinking, time management, because when you have six patients and you have a million things to do, you're constantly re- pre- pre- you're constantly rearranging and reprioritizing things in your mind of what you need to do. So that's really helped me kind of learn organization skills. But the but learning workflows, yeah, has just really helped me save on time, honestly, because I I haven't for the last couple of years, but when I first started, I was full-time. So I was doing full-time photography. I was shooting like I was actually actually my senior year of nursing school, which was incredibly intense. I shot mm-hmm. 33 weddings that year, which is more than I do man. now. That's like double than I do now. So I don't know. I don't know how I did that. (laughs) And, and then right after that, I was, I did full time. I did three days a week, which is, you know, like almost 40 hours. And then I went down to part-time and then I went down to per diem, which is only like one day a week. But, but yeah, it's just really, really helped me just be able to, you know, save time really is what it comes down to. Mm Love it. So mm-hmm. I know that when you're starting a workflow, it can feel very overwhelming yeah. to lay out all the steps, figure out which parts should be automated, yeah. which should be manually done. So what advice do you have for creatives who are just kind of in that state of overwhelm, right. you know, the anxiety where you can't do anything because you just don't even know where to start? Right. I think, and I think everyone can kind of relate to that just overwhelming feeling. I think everyone's kind of just feeling that sense right now, (laughs) just in the world. But I think with everything, you know, it just, just sit down, get a cup of coffee or an alcoholic beverage if you need, (laughs) because there's no judgment. It doesn't even matter what time it is. 
during a pandemic, it doesn't matter if it's noon. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and just kind of make a wish list of all the things that you want. You know, if, if this could be automated or if, you know, what is most time consuming for you and how can you make this more simple in your life? And just really critically think and try and problem solve and ask ask other people, you know, ask your friends, join those Facebook groups if you're not in them. You know, one thing I love about this industry, I really, really do, is we are we really are like the most connected industry that I that I know of. I don't know of any other industry that helps their direct competitors the way we do, you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, if you talk to any other business person, they would be like, why are you helping your competitors? That makes no sense. But you know, we don't see it as competition. We really don't because we are artists, you know, and we do have that philosophy of, well, if someone likes my work, they're going to want me, you know, they're going to want me. And if someone wants, Mm -hmm. you know, Jessica over there, she's going to want Jessica because Jessica's work is Jessica's. But, you know, so talk to people and say, hey, what are you doing? Like what works for you? And, you know, don't be afraid to give up your little secrets and your little tips. And we should just all be a little bit more open about sharing those. And then, you know, just look at everything, like I said, with emails. If you're writing out every single email, look into email templates. You know, if editing is taking you way too long, look into outsourcing, which actually is funny because I'm literally talking to myself. I still edit every single <laughs> every single wedding, and it takes me an eternity because I'm <laughs> a perfectionist. Girl, you got to get on that. It's game changing. I know. <laughs> I have done it before and I'm then I end up spending so much time tweaking and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. what's the point? But I, I know that's how I am. I'm like, it's my baby. Oh, editing. I have yeah. to I have to control that. <laughs> I know. I'm such a I, I honestly am such a control freak at the end of the day. But I, I think it's I have to give that up. I've talked to some friends and they're like, you have to give up that perfection that you are seeking because you're, it's not giving up quality because it's still a great, it's still great images. And they know out, you know, people who are professional editors know what they're doing. It just might not be exactly the way you want it. You just kind of have to give up that control. You know what I mean? And like I said, I know I'm totally talking about myself, but that's, (laughs) that's something I'm actually planning on doing this fall. I'm talking to an editor right now because I know I won't be able to handle all the weddings I have this fall. So it's Mm -hmm. something I'm going to definitely be doing this fall. I just have to, I'm mentally preparing myself to, (laughs) to have to give it up. Love it. Love it. Um, So how do you, how can creatives kind of continue to improve their workflow? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think that just reviewing your workflow, I try and do it like quarterly every, you know, three to four months or so and just update and see what's working, what's not, what, you know, what have you changed in? I mean, there's times where I've gone back and I'm like, oh gosh, I don't do that anymore. Or, you know, that that's not relevant anymore. This is actually more important, you know, changing up questionnaires, for example, you know, to what's more pertinent information, especially as your business grows, you know, like, especially from when I first started, I felt, I feel like I gave out a lot more information than I really needed to, because now that I'm working with more planners, I don't need to give them like so much 
so much of this information, a lot of my planners do this information. Right. So, you know, I've kind of reevaluated that. Making sure nothing is outdated is really important. No one wants to like get a client magazine that says 2016. That would be, (laughs) I'd be like, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. But yeah, like I said, you know, ask others, always keep learning. Just, just stay humble. You know, you, you, you don't, none of us know everything and and we never want to get to that point where we think we do know everything because once you do get to that point you've really stopped growing mm-hmm, you know exactly. as an artist yeah as an artist or as a business owner you, you're going to stop stop growing and honestly you're, you're going to become obsolete and it's it's I've only been doing this 10 years and I'm like oh I could totally see like I've I've literally been gotten called old by people before and I'm like 28 years old but no for real and I'm like but in this industry you know when you're working with younger and my brides are getting younger and younger and younger you know mm-hmm. but it's like I can see how if you just become stagnant and you're not willing to learn and grow um, and change and change with the times, you know, it's easy to become stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I love how you talked about your workflow is changing it, you know, every three to four months. So it doesn't right. become stagnant. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. when you do have like a CRM or anything that's automated, you can tend mm-hmm. to forget about it and not update so it for yes. years even. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Love that you go to it quarterly and continue to move it forward. It's Ashley here. We'll return to the episode in just one moment. Are you looking for a way to revamp your client guests? Check out The Bomb Shop, an Etsy shop full of tanks and mugs for brides. Use the code DARE TO DEVELOP for 10% off. Back to the episode. There's been times where I haven't looked at it in a year, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, oh, goodness, that's, no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> or like that, that email is unnecessary or, you know, whatever, let's delete that. But yeah, I, I do try. I think about every quarter, about quarterly is, is a really good thing to aim for because then maybe you'll do it, look at it every six months. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so looking back, Katie, which workflows did you wish you had implemented earlier? I know we've talked about editing, but in the workflow yeah. side, are there things you wish you <laughs> had done sooner? Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, just everything. I, I feel like I really did everything manually for so long. And part of that was I we didn't have community when I first started. I remember like, when I first joined like shoot and share or something like that Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And I was just like freaking out to my husband, like, Oh my gosh, there's this like network of photographers and I'm learning so much. Like I felt overwhelmed with like how much information I was learning in just like one day. Cause, cause there wasn't like, you know, before I didn't know that either it didn't exist or it was like a brand new thing. This was like, you know, almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I listened to a TED talk recently and it was really, really interesting. Basically, they were talking about how some studies have shown that companies that have shorter work days and work four days per week instead of five, companies that do this are actually up to 40% more efficient than traditional companies. And I thought that that was super interesting. So I've only just started implementing that this week, but I have felt that I I do feel just as, if not more efficient, you know, because you do with, with having like a little bit more of a time crunch in your day, Mm -hmm. especially now, you know, I mean, we're all just kind of stuck at home, you know, most of us and, you know, we work, most of us work from home anyways, but 
it can be easy to just be like, oh, I'll get to that later, you know, but having designated work hours, I think really, really helps with the work-life balance. Because like I said, your our goal shouldn't be to just hustle and be busy. That's not the goal of an of an entrepreneur. The goal is to have a well-balanced life that we enjoy, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you love to work, then like go for it, you know? And I, I love to work too, but hey, I also really like to like watch Netflix and, you know, go to the beach and hang out with my dog and my hubby. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so it's it's been really interesting. So I'm I'm interested to see where that goes. But it I the podcast was talking about how it helps reduce procrastination because a lot of procrastination isn't tied to laziness like we think. It's it's tied to having almost too much time mm-hmm. and then negative emotions surrounding that work. Like we've all had that that session or wedding that we just don't want to edit. Mm-hmm. Now we might have like negative emotions tied to it or whatever. But when you kind of shorten your time and you have like a little bit more of a crunch factor, it, it like kind of forces you to focus a little more like, okay, I only have four days and I'm only working six hours. So I really have to focus. I can't just like be on TikTok all day. I can't just, you know, kind of BS this. I got to focus, you know? Yeah. I love that because just being business owners and having all that time, we tend to, it's hard to be your own boss and to to delegate it. So giving yourself just, you know, like you said, six hours instead of like, oh, I can I have all day. I have all day. I'll start <laughs> working at three and I'll work till eight or nine, you know, like random right. things that you're just not designating your time right. to do. I think that's super important and great TED Talk that will actually link in the show notes for people to listen to. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So where can creatives kind of learn more about successfully implementing workflows for their business? That's great. I mean... I know one place you could find would be my website. (laughs) So (laughs) katierosado.com. I'm going to be launching an online education platform and I do, you know, mentor sessions as well, virtual mentor sessions. So if you need more like personal guidance, you know, I'm more than happy to help people with that. I love, you know, that's a part of why I love this community. I just, I really love to help people and help guide people, you know, in their, in their businesses and, and just feel like they can find joy again in their businesses and Mm -hmm. and not feel like, you know, they're feel like their businesses are working for them rather than they're just working for their businesses, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah. And you know, if it's not me, I'm, you know, find someone that you connect with, you know, whether it's a friend or whether it's someone in the, in the industry who can be your mentor, who you really look up to. I think that that's really important to have a mentor, you know, someone that, not only their work you love, but who you think is, is just genuinely a good person. I think that that is a, is a big part of it too. You know, I love that. I love how you've given us so many good nuggets on where to start with the workflow, how to keep it updated over time. And just um, knowing that we're all human at the end of the day too. And um, workflows can save us and occasionally break us as well. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, and Sorry to interrupt, but I, I, I love what you just said, like being human, because I, I do want to emphasize that too. If I can get on my little soapbox yes, for like two yes, seconds. Definitely. I think that the world is just, it's all so chaotic right now. And I know people have so many feelings, but 
I just want people to know, like, I know that I'm talking a lot about structure and organization and these things that a lot of people have negative feelings around. But I also want people to know, like, give yourself some grace, too. Mm -hmm. You know, be be kind to yourself. If you want to take the day off, like girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever you are, like, do it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. Just be kind to yourself because we're going through a lot right now just as as a nation and as a world. And we just we need to just be nice to ourselves and give ourselves a break. You know, if if you need like a mental health day, just do it. You know, there's just so much going on. So just remember, like, you're only human. You're not a robot. Mm-hmm. So true. Well, speaking yeah. of the human side, we'd love for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So if we can hop into fast facts, we'd love to. Yes, let's do it. Right. So first up, what do you shoot with? Okay. So the main camera I shoot with is the Contact 645 and then the Canon 5D Mark IV. And the main lens I keep on it 99% of the time is the just the Canon 50L. Mm-hmm. Are you Fuji or Portrait? uh fuji yeah i just like the the skin tones a little better yes yes what is your favorite post-wedding snack taco bell (laughs) yes gotta get that shredded chicken burrito and a baja blast nice good choice (laughs) and do you have a pop-up jam that gets you in the mood before a wedding day i mean it's every day of my life but beyonce all day every day Yes, especially the Homecoming album. It's like, it's so good. I love it. If you haven't seen the, the movie on Netflix, it's so good. But the album's incredible. Love it, love it. What is your favorite thing to do outside of the industry? <sighs> this is always the question that stumps me because I feel like I have so many like various little interests, but no like one big hobby. But I love like cooking and baking is a big thing. And that's probably it. <laughs> And just like hanging with my husband and my dog and my friends and, and yeah. And I, I've had a minor moving into serious TikTok obsession. <laughs> yeah. You're not alone in that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so much fun. Oh my gosh. There's so many funny videos and it's really a great platform. <laughs> what is the best education or book that you've learned from recently? I mean, Obviously, you guys. Uh, thank, oh, you. Well, thank you. We're so flattered. <laughs> um, actually, what's really interesting is like I really don't listen. Like I don't read a lot of photography books or business books. Like I actually look outside of like the industry a lot just to learn. Like as a human, I'm I'm really interested in just like social justice, criminal justice, like all various topics. But as far as best education, let, let me think. Hmm. Conferences, workshops. Ooh, yeah. I, I mean, I love yeah. the hybrid co-conference was so great. That was really wonderful. I feel like I learned a lot there. And yeah, that was that was the last conference and workshop I went to. But yeah, I mean, I, I really do like your, y- y'all's podcast is wonderful. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. We- yeah, it's really great. I'm I'm really excited y'all have been popping those babies out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the pandemic has helped with that for sure. The silver That's lining awesome. in this situation. <laughs> it's so awesome. And I feel like 
you've covered such a wide variety of topics and had so many guests and I can't, I've listened to a couple, but I can't wait to listen to all of them. Thank you. Thank you. So what is one daring leap you've taken in your business? <sighs> well, definitely like quitting my nursing job. Was yes. Yeah, yes. Probably, I mean, I'm happy to talk about that for like just a second, but yeah, it was, uh, it's really interesting. I, I have never really like relied on that as income. It was, you know, we were able to buy our house and renovate it. And, you know, that was such a great source of income for that. But, but still, you know, it was a really great safety net for me, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was part of the reason why, I mean, I did nursing ultimately because I genuinely just wanted to have an impact in people's lives. And I really loved it. And I still do, you know, I'll always be a nurse in my heart. I love that. I I felt like it, it really kept me so humble. I mean, when you're shooting a luxury wedding on the weekend and then you come to work on a Monday and you're wiping people's butts, (laughs) it keeps you really, it keeps you humble (laughs) in a way, you know, So, you know, I really loved that, but you know, removing this safety net out from under me has, it was just yesterday that I quit, but it's gonna, it's gonna push me, you know, to, to just, you know, I've always given a hundred percent, but I'm going to have to give 110%, you know? And like I said, I, it's not that I want to hustle more or be busier, but I, I just need to just focus a little more. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. And now yeah. take out that safety net and yeah. clearly you're amazing at what you do. So I'm sure you were an amazing nurse too. So <laughs> thank you. Um, Excited for what you're going to do. Yeah. Thank you so much. So Katie, what is one thing you feel like you're great at in your business? I feel like just from like, you know, reading my client reviews, I feel like one thing that, that like one theme that I see a lot is just that I was able to make my clients feel comfortable. So I feel like that's one thing that I, you know, is, is like a strength just treating people like humans, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just kind of finding that common ground with your clients and just that, that similar sense of humanity with them and just treating them like people, you know, they're, I mean, they are your clients and, and I respect people who keep that level of professionalism. And I do think we need to keep a level of professionalism there. Absolutely. You know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not best friends with my clients by any means, but just treating them like people and just remembering that, you are documenting their story. You know, you're, you're more than just taking pretty photos for them. You're more than just a service. You know, you're, you are documenting their, their whole story from beginning to end, you know, even the engagement session and other things as a part of their stories and, and just getting them to be comfortable in front of the camera is a really, really big part of that because you can't capture their story well if they're not comfortable in front of the lens, if they're not able to really be their true selves. So if that's something you don't feel like you're comfortable or, you know, that's a skill you haven't developed, I encourage anyone who's listening to just try and figure out a way to get your clients as comfortable as possible. However, you need to do that. I do think it's really, really essential to that client photographer relationship. We agree. Totally. Where can our listeners find you? Website, Instagram, yeah. So you can find me at www.katierosado.com. And that's K-A-T-I-R-O-S-A-D-O. No E in Katie, which is funny because I don't know. No one spells her name like that. <laughs> and then 
Instagram is just at Katie Rosado. And then I'm on TikTok, but don't follow me there. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's my dog and like cooking and like just stuff you don't probably don't want to see. And then I'm on Pinterest, but yeah, it's just me sharing everything from my blog, really. Snapchat, guys, if you can believe it, I've literally never in my life used Snapchat. I've like downloaded it to use one filter and then deleted it. I, I never have gotten into it. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. wasn't my but, thing either. <laughs> yeah. I just We're the old generation, huh? <laughs> like, like we yourself. must have just missed that wave. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm on Facebook, of course, but, you know. I don't really post there much. I, I, I need to post there more. <laughs> it's for the groups. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Katie, do you have any special announcements or offers for our listeners today? Yes. So as I mentioned before, I'm going to be offering, you know, an education platform at caterzato.com. And I will be offering a discount code to Dare to Develop listeners, which you can find in the show notes. So yeah, come over and check it out. And there'll be lots of good information for you guys. Perfect. Thank you. In closing, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after hearing your episode? Yeah, that I love that question. Honestly, I just I really dare everyone to just be kind. Just be kind right now. With everything going on in our world, we just need a little bit more kindness. You know? So true. Whether whether that's in your business, whether that's in your personal life, wherever it is, just always when you're when you're given two options and you have a fork in your path. Just please choose the kind option. Mm-hmm. I love that advice. It's so true now and just all of the time that we can all be a light in the industry yeah. and to our clients and just in the world in general. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I just I fully believe that it's going to come back to you. I mean, just being kind to others, just being just like you said, being a light you know, it's going to come back tenfold. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Kitty, for talking to all things workflows with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. After today's episode, I'm ready to head straight to my workflows, give them a good update and refresh and look for ways to add automation to better serve my clients. Katie gave so much insight on why we should and how we can add these workflows to our business. So we hope you take her dare to not only be kind, but also go and update your workflows today. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today on Dare to Develop. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodevelopodcast.com and follow along on IG at Dare to Develop. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.